Good morning. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. It's Wednesday. Welcome to episode 25 of Word in Motion. Now listen, as you spend more time following God, you know you should study your Bible. At least, let me speak for myself. As I have spent more time following God, I have gone into and out of studying my Bible. As a habit, as a lifestyle. Times when I'm more in-depth and times maybe when I'm not reading at all or I'm just just reading for two minutes here and there, running out the door. And that cycle of on again, off again pushes me back where I end up studying the same few out of the Bible's 66 books over and over. It's like going swimming. Your body doesn't want the shock of a cold pool, which is why when it's been a while, you gravitate towards the hot tub or why people pay hundreds if not thousands of dollars to heat their own pools. You want to be comfortable. So we go back to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and the Psalms over and over again, maybe a few of Paul's letters. Now, those are incredibly valuable books. I don't want to dissuade you from reading those, but let me push you a little beyond your comfort zone. Let's see why. I'm going to give you a reason for that. Let's see what Paul does in Acts chapter 13, starting in verse 15. It says, After the reading from the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent a message to them, saying, Brothers, if you have any word of encouragement for the people, say it. So Paul stood up and motioning with his hand said, Men of Israel and you who fear God, listen. The God of this people Israel chose our fathers and made the people great during their stay in the land of Egypt. And with uplifted arm, he led them out of it. And for about 40 years, he put up with them in the wilderness. And after destroying seven nations in the land of Canaan, he gave them their land as an inheritance. And all this took about 450 years. And after that, he gave them judges until Samuel the prophet. Then they asked for a king, and God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, for forty years. And when he had removed him, he raised up David to be their king, of whom he testified and said, I have found in David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. Of this man's offspring, God has brought to Israel a savior, Jesus, as he promised. Before his coming, John had proclaimed a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. And as John was finishing his course, he said, What do you suppose that I am? I am not he, no, but behold, after me one is coming, the sandals of whose feet I am not worthy to untie. Skipping ahead to verse 36, he says, For David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep and was laid with his fathers and saw corruption. But he whom God raised up did not see corruption. Let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, that through this man forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and by him everyone who believes is freed from everything from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. Paul told them the story of Jesus' life, but, but now they can see where it fits in the big picture. I'll say this, and maybe it seems controversial, but I don't think it is, that Joshua, Judges, Samuel, Kings, the Chronicles are just as much a part of the gospel as John or Romans. I've said this many times that every part of scripture is essential to our purpose as disciple makers. 
The gospel thread is woven from God said, let there be light, all the way through Jesus to the powerful truths of of Paul's letters and into the apocalypse of the Revelation. I don't know about you, but I've been watching the World Series this week, and imagine if those hitters only practiced hitting fastballs. That's all they did, every batting practice. Fastballs up, fastballs down, inside, outside. They, They called it good. What would they do when someone like the Astros' Zach Grinke who lives on his off-speed pitches, fast change-ups and curveballs and sliders. How would they hit a change-up or a curveball if they've only seen fastballs in practice? Let me challenge you to add some piece of Old Testament to your Bible study. If you're already in a New Testament study going through a book, don't stop. That's a good thing. Maybe just add one chapter of reading and start Genesis 1, start in Exodus 1. When's the last time you studied Exodus? and recalled God's miraculous deliverance of his people and his protection and provision for them on their way to the promised land. When's the last time you read through Ruth and saw God's orchestrating the family tree that would lead to Jesus or read through Esther and saw God again save his people from annihilation? Maybe just one chapter each day. It's an extra two or three minutes and it adds a whole new dimension to the gospel story. It's like when movies went from black and white to color. So that when God gives you an audience like Paul, more familiar with the Old Testament than the New Testament, you're prepared. When you face Zach Grinke, at least you've seen a few curveballs before. That's the idea. Pick a book. The Old Testament is full of incredible truth that leads us, that walks us right up to Jesus Christ. Let me pray for you today. God, give us the boldness to read your word in ways that we haven't. Give us the courage to step out of our comfort zone, to go into books that maybe scare us a little bit, books that we're not comfortable with. Lord, show us which books you want to use in our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you take me up on that, I'd love to hear what you're reading, and I'd love to see how you're finding Jesus in some of those Old Testament books. So I I hope that's encouraging. I hope it's exciting to see the gospel story started a long time before Mary and Jesus and Joseph. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great week.